What is up, guys? You're listening to another episode of the Imperial Broadcast. I'm your host, Shamari Stewart, joined, as always, by my co-host, Kendall Stewart. Kendall, what's up? What's happening, Shamari? Uh, it's an uh, interesting week for uh, Star Wars. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we're coming off of our solo review that we had uh, last week, about a week and a half ago. That was fun. Solo, I think, was a fun movie. We talked about it. You can go back and watch a review if you haven't uh, seen it. But um, as Shamari sips out of his uh, Yoda mug, uh, very apropos. <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah, we we had our solo review, uh, but we knew that wouldn't be the end of the solo conversation. We knew that as big as the result of solo in terms of its critic response was going to be. Uh, you could argue even bigger was going to be the box office response and the box office success of Solo, A Star Wars Story. So we'll have that news for you, whether it be good or bad. Um, my guess is that it's the latter, if you've been following any of the uh, box office trackings for Solo. Um, and what do the potentially underwhelming box office numbers for Solo, spoiler alert, uh, suggest for Kathleen Kennedy's future at Lucasfilm. Uh, we'll discuss all of that. So, yeah, I'm excited, man. Be- well, I mean, I guess I shouldn't be excited to talk about, you know, you know, people losing their jobs and people, <laughs> you know, Kennedy flopping. Said Kennedy leaving Lucasfilm? I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm not uh, excited, but, you know, it will certainly be an interesting discussion. Yeah, it should be an interesting discussion. There's a lot of interesting news that we have this week for you guys. So that it'll, it'll be a fun discussion. Um... So as Kendall alluded to, the first, uh, well, the first piece of news is that um, uh, Solo had a big drop in terms of its um, reception for the second weekend. So it dropped 65%, which is a very big drop for the second weekend um, as far as it is, as far as its uh, box office numbers. Um, so it, it um, did 84 million uh, domestically, the first weekend, it dropped to twenty nine point three million. So, it is kind of just plummeting in the box office, and internationally now it's behind Deadpool two. Oh, Deadpool two. Man. So, Deadpool two came out what a week ahead. It came out a while, yeah, at least. Man, that's bad. So yeah, Solo is kind of like not doing. As well as it should be, considering it's a Star Wars. It's film. a Star Wars movie. I mean, so, these Star Wars movies have been breaking a billion, like there's nothing recently. Yeah. And now this one has just been an absolute. It's been just a normal movie. Yeah. You know, nothing special. A big, about a it. big movie, but a, a normal big movie. Which is extremely disappointing for Lucasfilm when you add in the fact that I believe it was its most expensive movie to do. You know, like Lucasfilm, because of all the reshoots. Uh, that movie was more expensive than Force Awakens, more expensive than A Last Jedi, more expensive than a Rogue One. So, if you're Lucasfilm, now of course, again, it's a special situation because the reshoots were very expensive. Lucasfilm doesn't expect to have that sort of reshoot uh, situation for every movie they do. Most movies will have reshoots, but not like most of the movie. Not like oh we. We're gonna scrap the villain and recast him because we gotta do reshoots, that type of stuff. So it's not that tragic, or it's not that unexpected that they didn't meet, like they didn't break even in terms of the box office with the budget. But at the same time, um, 
you when you couple a mediocre critic response with a mediocre box office response, what do you think this means for uh, Lucasfilm? And not, but beyond Lucasfilm, what do you think this means for Star Wars and maybe the future of their movies? Does this mean that they may be slow down on the anthology movies Does this, or the, the Star Wars story movies that they're putting out? Uh, does this mean that they slow down on making Star Wars movies in general if you're Disney? Or is it or is it just a blip and there's nothing to overreact about? It seems to me like they're, they're treating this as a blip. I mean, they're talking about land, making a Lando movie, potentially. Yeah. Why would they be Boba talking Fett. about that? Yeah. Or it just got reported. Yeah, just, they're Boba. talking about Boba Fett with James Mangold. I mean, why would they be talking about that we stuff know we have if they cared about this? Yeah. yeah. So I feel like they're treating this as a blip. And uh, I don't really think that's wise, but... I mean, they just like making money, so yeah. <laughs> so that's what they're going to do. And they see they bought this property for a lot of money, so they're going to try to make as much money off of it as possible. Yeah. So I don't think that, I don't see them stopping. Um, I don't see them not continuing to try to make money off of Star Wars. Um, I think it's just I think it's just a matter of how they're going to go about doing that. But they don't seem to want to change. I mean, no one's asked for a Lando movie, really. I mean, people have asked for more Donald Glover. Yeah. But I don't think anyone asked for a Lando movie. I've seen, I haven't seen that many of that. Maybe once or twice, but I haven't seen much, you know, talk of a Lando movie. They're the, they're the people that kind of put that out there, that they wanted to make a Lando movie. So, um, so yeah, I'm not sure where that's coming from. I mean, so, yeah, I don't know. I, I think, I feel like they... They're just kind of doing their own thing. I don't know if they're reacting to what the fans want. I don't know. Um, I mean, there were talks of a Boba Fett movie, but there are much more, many more, many, many, many more talks of an Obi Wan movie. Oh, yeah, I think you were gonna say make more talks about an Old Republic movie. Well, that too. <laughs> but like, I you were but we land. haven't. But we, we, we still heard nothing yeah, about that. They're, they're not touching. They're still on Lando and Boba Fett for some reason. Yeah. So I mean, I, I don't know what they what exactly they they are uh, want to do in terms of uh, whether they're they're reacting to the fans or not. I think there are pl- there are plenty of problems with I think Lucasfilm strategy. Of course, a lot of this is in hindsight. I thought Hondo would do well. But when you look at this in hindsight, it seems like, and we mentioned, I mentioned Old Republic, you mentioned they're not worried about that, they're worried about Lando, Han Solo, that kind of stuff, Boba Fett. It makes me feel like, and then after seeing the results of Han Solo, that the the people at Lucasfilm are overrating the casual fans and underrating the hardcore fans. I think they're saying to themselves, the casual fans, and also I think in some cases underrating the casual fans, because I think they're saying to themselves, the casual fans aren't going to come get. out to an old Republic yeah, movie. Yeah, they're not going to get it. They'll be like, what is this? They're not going to care, they're not going to go see it, but they would love to see a Han Solo movie. Because yeah, they, they, know they watched Solo. it as a kid, everyone yeah, knows Han Solo. Nostalgia. Anyone yeah. that's seen Star Wars, which is everybody, knows who Han Solo is, so they'll see a Han Solo movie. They don't care what it's about. You know, give them Donald Glover, that'll, that'll get some people to go to, but they were wrong, apparently. Unless it's good. But if you make a bad movie, people aren't going to go see it. That's first of all, for any movie. But on the other side, the way I'm looking at it, I feel like, one, again, if you make a good movie, people are going to see it. If you, put, if you make any good movie, put Star Wars on it, people are going to be I have to see it. It doesn't matter, especially if there's lightsabers everywhere. And if it was in the old Republic timeline, sure, it would be a little different. 
but at the same time, it'll be different. It's which Star is Wars. also something, yeah, it's Star Wars. And like you said, like, there's Jedi and Sith all over the place. People like, are going to be. People are going to see that. And people, like, it's, above oh, Han Solo, <laughs> the number one thing, they're, they're like, when, when you think Star Wars, you think Darth Vader. I feel you probably think lightsabers. Mm-hmm. And then maybe then you think and Luke. Je- like and Jedi. Yeah, yeah, Jedi. You think that kind of stuff. And then you think Luke, Han Solo, those kind of princes. Yeah. Like. But like, and lightsabers and Jedi and stuff, that's all going to be in an old Republic movie. Yeah, I mean, I feel like the people making these decisions are like, they're fans, but they're not like super hardcore fans that were, were would, that, I feel like they're fans that lost interest in Star Wars beyond after the prequels came out. Like they just lost interest. So they didn't care about the old Republic or any of the cool stuff that came out. Yeah. Uh, either during or after their prequel era. So when you mentioned the old Republic, they're like, oh, I don't know, that's extending, that's EU stuff, that's yeah. weird stuff that is kind of like prequel-ish or yeah. whatever. I feel like they, they, they don't, they're just like, I mean, I don't know for certain. This is, me, this is totally me making Sorry an assumption. Fly on the wall in the yeah. <laughs> studios out in San Francisco. But like they, I feel like they don't like care because like, you keep talking about Lando, Boba Fett. Like they, 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 I feel like they're just milking characters out from from the original trilogy just for the sake of nostalgia. Wait. When they have all these rich like storylines that they could be pulling from, that they are just being completely ignored. Um, and they're good stories. I feel like they're not even. I feel like they. I'm wondering if have they even have they read the Darth Bane trilogy. Have they like bothered to like look into the like really look into these stories? Yeah, and have they paid attention to? The, I imagine like, probably Dalgo has. Well, yeah, <laughs> he know he's read everything. Do, has Kathleen Kennedy many times? I'm sure she knows who Darth Bane is. I'm sure she's aware of his backstory. I don't know if she's read every page. I'm skeptical, honestly. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't even know. I, well, I, she probably. She, I mean, I'm sure she, she probably knows. knows of him. Yeah, like, but, pro- like probably to the extent that I do. You know, like knows a basic, very basic overview. And she's got people like Hidalgo that know him inside out, that are working for her. That's all she, I think that's all she cares about. Maybe I'm underrating her. I don't know. I've never spoken to Kathleen Kennedy. But what I will say is that I feel like these movies that they're making, Disney, and I look, there are some people that are bashing Disney, saying Disney's ruining Star Wars, get rid of Disney, bring George back. I'm not one of those people. I'll give them a shot. They're giving us Star Wars. Before Disney bought Star Wars, we had no Star Wars. And there was no hope for us getting more Star Wars until Disney bought it. So I'm fine. I'm fine with this. I mean, it's better than nothing. But, and we're getting more TV shows and stuff. Like, they're, they're trying. They're, they're, they're definitely trying. But what I will say about Disney is that I do feel like since they bought Star Wars, my one knock on them would be that I feel like they haven't taken many risks. I mean, if you think about, like, the stuff that they've done, because I'm thinking about these movies, these Star Wars stories, I guess in theory, the theory of having these anthology movies is maybe a risk, but it's kind of not if you're just like, we're just going to shell out all these movies. It's not really a risk. People are going to go see them. If, if, mm-hmm. uh, but it's different than what they did, so I'll give them that credit. But then doing Han Solo, not really risky. Doing Boba Fett, not risky, mm-hmm. not different. You know, Rogue all, One, I, another original yeah. trilogy story. Yeah. I mean, I feel like the riskiest one was Rogue One, probably. Probably was the riskiest one. But even that was, like, still original trilogy. Like, yeah, you're still a story get all set up. You bring in Darth Vader because you're not... <laughs> you're, just, you're scared the characters can't live on their own. And I don't blame him for bringing in Darth Vader. It was a good idea. But, um, 
And then even... And also maybe making Ray the main character, which, I mean, I don't think it's risky. We've had plenty of female lead characters in movies before, in action movies. It's not like it's like, oh, this has never been done before. Yeah. It just wasn't done in Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know. For the most part, I feel like they've played it fairly safe. And at some point, I think people want to start to see them take risks. I mean, the linear path for Snoke was not really interesting at all in hindsight. They just they it was just there just for them to kill him off. Nothing interesting, nothing deep. Yeah, it's fake Emperor and now he's dead. Yeah, just fake Palpatine. You know? Like <laughs> Ray's whole parent situation, apparently they took no risk with it. So far. Yeah, we haven't seen everything. But they just played it safe. They're just like, look, she's nobody. Alright? We're not even gonna make <laughs> Or have any parents of note. You know, mm-hmm. that's part of the story. I'm like, alright, that's boring. But, mm-hmm. like, I want to see Disney take a major risk like George Lucas did when he made Darth Vader Anakin Skywalker. That, in and of itself, is a huge risk for his story, making Darth Vader Luke Skywalker's father. And, for better or for worse, I feel like George Lucas made risks, took risks with the prequels. Some fell through, some didn't, but I don't think he was afraid to take risks. Exactly. I think Disney, they know they spent all this money. I don't blame them. It's not my money. It's their money, so they can spend it however way they want to spend it. But I feel like they're looking at it and they're like, look, what's the quickest way for us to make back this $4 billion that we spent? What's the easiest way? No... Uh, Hiccups, which Solo screwed them over with that. But no hiccups, no... We don't need any major risks, let's just play it safe. And I think we've gotten to this point where people are bored with Star Wars. I don't think people cared about Solo. I think people saw Solo's coming out and they were like, whatever. This is like... I don't think people I don't think people would have cared that much if it were Episode Nine. And when you hear that it's not Episode Nine, you're like, wait, this is just Han Solo? Why do I need to see this? <laughs> Do I even care about Han Solo? You know, I think people, the casual fans that they were counting on seeing the movie are savvier than, pe- than I think people give them credit for. Yeah. They they thought these people were just going to, like, oh, it's Star Wars, I'm going to show up. If Last Jedi isn't spectacular. If Last Jedi was spectacular, people would have saw this movie. But it wasn't. So people were like, eh, eh, I don't got to see it. Yeah, so, so, yeah, this raises big questions with regards to what the f- future of Lucasfilm is. Um. Uh, but that that actually leads us into our next topic, which what is what is the future of Kathleen Kennedy? Because Kathleen Kennedy, there's a rumor now that she may be stepping down uh, as as the uh, president of uh, Lucasfilm. Um, uh, and that this may be happening in September. Now this is coming from. Uh, the Ankler, which is kind of like a, a Hollywood like newsletter, online uh, newsletter. Um, this is the rumor now that there there are talks, quote unquote, of Kathleen Kennedy stepping down. Um, now, as for it, it, first of all, do I believe these rumors? Um, uh, I don't know how you even find this out. I mean, it, I mean, this it would have to be Iger and like. 
Alan Horn and like the board. I mean, she's a president of Lucasfilm. So they're talking about her finding a successor. I mean, I, I, I'm guessing they said stepping down, so I guess so. I, I, I may have read something about her getting a successor. I don't know how far that is. Um, but those seem like very sensitive conversations. Those feel exactly. like. That doesn't seem like something you know. Oh yeah, I heard on the on the on the that block. That feels like that would only that, that would only be talked <laughs> to between Iger, yeah. Kathy Kennedy, Lawrence Kasdan, yeah, and like whoever the successor yeah. may be. Yeah, exactly, and, and the like, potential candidates. Yeah, AKA so. Ryan Johnson, <laughs> unfortunately. Oh boy. Um. So yeah. So I don't know. So I don't know. Yeah. So about... the talk out there is uh, of a September changing of the guards. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's what that's what they said. So I don't know. Um, so I don't know if I believe there's rumor, but if assuming it's true, um, uh, I don't, I I don't know um, if Kennedy is the one that is necessarily, uh, you know, damaging Star Wars. You know, like there's so many different aspects to this. Um, like there's so many different people working at Lucasfilm uh, that I don't know if is I don't know if it's Kennedy that is the problem. So I, I I it's hard for me to say. Oh yeah, this one person this one person is leaving, so everything is gonna be fixed. I highly highly I'd be shocked if Kathleen Kennedy stepping down uh, immediately fixed everything, or you know just. Slowly fixed everything. I, I don't think that's what we need necessarily, but I do think they need um, uh, a different uh, uh, take on things. Now, if you told me, oh, Filoni will be taking Kathleen Kennedy's spot, I'd be like, okay, well, that's kind of uh, that would lead me to feeling better about it. But just just that she's stepping down in itself is not necessarily great news. I feel like they could easily replace her with someone. Um, who will basically keep doing the same thing that they've been doing, right? So, so yeah, I don't, I don't see this as necessarily good news. Um, I know there's been so there have been a lot of talk of remove Kathleen Kennedy. There's like a, a good, there's numerous. Um, uh, I don't know if there's GoFundMe's, but there's like, uh, oh, change.org. Gee, there you go, man. There's numerous change.org petitions to get removed the, Kathleen Kennedy. The only Kennedy. thing we're missing is firekathleenkennedy.com. <laughs> last step, man. These petitions on change.org, remove Kathleen Kennedy from Lucasfilm. Kathleen Kennedy must step down. Um, you know, all these signatures. I don't know exactly how many signatures. I'll, I'll look that up in a minute. But, but yeah, I mean, people are going crazy with Kathleen Kennedy. They can't stand Kathleen Kennedy, um, you know, for one reason or another. But, uh, but yeah, this is interesting news. Not necessarily good news for me. I, I, you know, it just in terms of how much, how, how much good this will do. I don't know how much good this will do, but how do you feel about it? Kathleen Kennedy. Ooh, everything I've seen from Kathleen Kennedy, I, for the most part, been fine with you know obviously there was the snafu at celebration a couple of years ago when they were going to show us the uh what was it yeah, last jedi yeah, that was, no that was, was rogue, rogue one. one yeah it was rogue one that was bad they're going to show us the rogue really one footage and you know streamed online and then they ended up only showing it to the people 
at Celebration, which was disappointing. Not unexpected, but disappointing nonetheless. Um, And so, besides that debacle, I I feel like Kathleen Kennedy's done a fine job as the face of Lucasfilm. You know, I mean, behind closed doors, behind the scenes, I don't know. I mean, she's... I've laid out that I feel like Disney's made some some mistakes, uh, and Lucasfilm's made some mistakes since being bought by Disney, but um, at the same time, I, it's not to the point where she, I feel like she needs to lose her job, you know what I mean? I look at, uh, DC didn't have one person running their whole thing, but Zack Snyder is a person that's always attached to the DCEU, and I feel like at some point after Justice League, he had to go. His movies were too underwhelming. I feel like Kathleen Kennedy's track record since the Disney uh, sale has been positive. You know, it hasn't been pristine. It's not untouchable. But when I look at, again, I look at the DCEU, I look at the X-Men universe, I look at Marvel's Fox division, I look at uh, Paramount with Transformers and G.I. Joe and their Hasbro stuff. These are some of their main competitors outside of the MCU. The MCU, they're getting destroyed. Not destroyed, but the MCU is ahead of almost every movie studio in Hollywood right now. They're not beating them. But, Marvel Studios. But, outside of them, Lucasfilm is might be number two. Like, in terms of their main competition. Sure, there are some... I'm sure Warner Brothers, in and of itself, is still a huge movie studio that's breaking in more dough than Lucasfilm in and of itself. But in terms of these pocket, you know, subsidiaries like Lucasfilm and Marvel Studios and uh, Fox's Marvel Division and stuff like that, like, they're ahead of their main competitors. So from that perspective, I think she's doing a fine job. But as a fan of Star Wars, you can't help but think there is plenty of room to get better. And whenever there's room to get better... You can't help but wonder, should we make a change? So, those questions are going to be asked. Do I believe whether or not she's gone? I I think so. Because, I mean, as we know, with these companies, man, you have a major flop like Solo. Yeah, the, the mouse doesn't mess around, man. They're like, what happened? Yeah, exactly. What were you doing? This isn't the first time. You know, it's like it's starting to become a trend. You know, J- Last yeah, Jedi last didn't, Jedi and then they didn't lose money, but it was, it was bad PR for Disney. It was bad PR, and I, Bob Iger gets those messages. People are probably calling him every day. You're ruining Star Wars, Iger. <laughs> <laughs> so he, <laughs> Whether or not he listens to them, who knows? Yeah, exactly. His assistant's probably in them. But, so at some point, he got that after Last Jedi, and then he saw it happen in Solo. I wouldn't be surprised if she got some pressure to, hey, step down, find a successor. There's a lot of talk about Dave Filoni from, you know, Star Wars Rebels, Star Wars The Clone Wars, the EP on those shows, possibly being her successor at Lucasfilm. How do you feel about him, or are there any other names that you could yeah. think about? I mean, another <coughs> name I've heard floated out there was Kiri Hart, who's the lead, leading, kind of leading the story group yes. right now. She's like the VP of like development at Lucasfilm right now. I don't know why I thought you were going to say Ryan Johnson or J.J. <laughs> Abrams. Yeah, I think both of those names have been said as well, which oh, okay. which would be horrible. Just don't do that. <laughs> I don't want. You know, just they direct movies. That's what they do. <laughs> you know, but uh, but yeah, like so. Kiri Hart's another one. 
But though with her, it's like stuff like that. It's just like I don't know if that would just be the same thing, you know? Like I don't know what's going through their heads because she's leading the story group, who is supposed to be leading, kind of, kind of leading. Well, well, keeping the story together in keeping everything you know consistent within um the star wars universe right now so i'm i'm i am assuming that she's you know in favor of everything that they've done so far in lucasfilm behind the scenes i mean i don't but again i don't know so it's it's, i i don't know how much getting someone new who is already kind of a part of the machine that's going on right now at lucasfilm that's like, is it like a groupthink situation where that, they're all yeah. kind of thinking the same thing? Like, they're all on the same page with what they want to do? Right, right. That's so, that's the question. You know, it's like in sports. If you fire the coach, you don't really hire the assistant. Yeah, coach. exactly. That's like, why would, we, why would we do that? Yeah, do you want to change? <laughs> exactly. If you're going to fire somebody, you get somebody from the outside that's maybe doing something good on the outside that can bring their vision onto whatever is going wrong with your company. So, or... If you're going to do that, if you want to f- hire from within, you hire somebody that's not dealing with the exactly. coach. Or like not Filoni, dealing with, yeah. Like Dave Filoni. Nothing to do with the Yeah, he's been problems, way off. Yeah. You know, <laughs> with the movies. He had nothing to do with Solo. You know, like Lawrence Kasdan, if he got the job, I'd be like, this guy was the problem yeah, with Solo. exactly. He wrote <laughs> Solo. I mean, you can't give this guy the job. Um, so that would be a possibility. Um what about George Lucas, man? I don't think they're bring old, bring George old George back. back. They're never bringing George. Back. They're never. <laughs> that'd be a, that'd back. be waving the white flag. That'd be an admittance <laughs> of defeat. That look, we can't make good Star Wars movies. We need George. I tell you what, man. If they brought George back, I mean, he probably asked for you know that eight billion dollar figure that Netflix. <laughs> hey, 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 <laughs> that was, that was uh, erroneously <laughs> reported. Uh, that's, that so, that's so much money, man. But at the same time, it'd probably be smart for them in terms of bringing George Lucas back. That would win them some good PR. I don't think people would be. I don't like, think. I don't think they care about the PR that much. I. I mean, I agree. I don't think. I, they're I, like, I don't think George Lucas would ever work for like Bob Iger. You know, I don't think. No. Right. I, I just don't think he'd ever do. Uh, that. Not even for Star Wars. Like no. <laughs> he's working for Iger, but at the same time, he's working with Iger. You know what I mean? But I don't think he wants to work for Iger. I don't think he wants to do that. I agree. Be like, oh, what are their figures? Right. George, you're fired. You know, that he, he would never. I, I think he's gotten to that point in his life where he's just like, why would I work for yeah, I'm a any, billionaire. Yeah. anyone, let alone, let alone, you know, Disney? Yeah. The guy I'm doing deals with. Yeah. So I, I don't think that, I don't think he would ever do that. But, um, but yeah, I mean, people have asked for George to come back. I think it would be good if George came back. You know, somehow, I don't think it would happen, but I, I think if he got to working on Star Wars movies again, I think that would be a good thing, you know, in any capacity. I think his input should be valued. Um, uh, but yeah, it remains to be seen whether or not these ru- rumors are true. Um, I guess we'll find out in September, uh, but I don't necessarily hope they're true. I think we'll just see how this shapes up. Um, I mean, if they replace her with someone like Filoni, then I I actually would be in favor of it. But I don't know. We don't know what the heck is going on. So we just have to see how this all uh, progresses. Um, so next topic is kind of a 
a, a sad one. So Kelly, Kelly Marie Tran, you know, of course, who plays Rose in the, the sequel trilogy, she has deleted her Instagram account. And, Who cares, you know, worry. Huh? Who cares? Yeah, you might you might be saying that. You might be saying right <laughs> now, so oh, who cares? Who that, cares? That's, that's, the, that's the life we live in, man. Someone deletes their Instagram and we lose it. Yeah, but right. it's the backstory, apparently. Yeah, so apparently uh, the reason she deleted it is because of all the hate that she's been getting and all the fire that she's been under um, with regards to a lot of these trolls and angry people and racist people on the internet that want to... Uh, uh, disparage her and write very mean and nasty things about her because of her Asian background. Now, this is something that is, um, you know, as a, a minority, this is something that, of course, uh, we are, um, you know, we have, you know, experience. This We're aware that, that is, this kind of stuff exists. This stuff exists. I mean, you, know, you look at everyone in that, that was in Black Panther. I'm sure experienced this to to a very vast degree, right. you know. I mean, it, and it's unfortunate <laughs> that it's gotten to the point where people. I'm sure Boyega's dealt with this. Oh yeah, Boyega. I'm sure he, he gets it way worse. I bet you know <laughs> since the Force Awakens. <laughs> yeah, like, it's been happening for years. Yeah. So, but like you know, it gets to a point. Where, like, it, listen, some people just are just like, look, I don't want to deal with it. And she said, like, since her. Um, you know, first public statements that she's like, listen, this is a, you know, being in the spotlight like this was very new to her. I was just about to say, she, this is different, man. Yeah. This is a very different experience. This is a very, very different experience. Um, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure all the new casts have gotten it with the exception of possibly Oscar Isaac. I'm sure like even Daisy Ridley probably got a lot of like, you know, sexist, hateful, sexist, hateful things probably written towards her, about her, et cetera, and various different um, social media outlets, you know, um, I think, I just think, I don't know if it, maybe it was worse for her, maybe because she was a side character and Daisy really was the main character. So maybe she got more positives than negatives. But I would think Kelly Marie Tran got more positives than negatives too. I mean, yeah, she, you it's not like she did a bad job. Yeah. And she was, she didn't drag the movie down I, at I mean, all. I, I don't know if I can remember. There weren't, if, I mean, she's one of the very few, if any Asian character we've seen in Star Wars. Yeah. So you've got. I, I would imagine I've, yeah. I've lived around Asians almost my whole life. I, I'd imagine they would be, you know, out there. Her up. Yeah, you know, she she she's a huge influence for that community. I'd imagine. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know. I, I yeah. I mean, of course, I don't understand the hate uh, on any level. Sure, you don't. You don't. You don't <laughs> vibe with the hate. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, obviously, yeah, but you know, like, obviously, like, I don't, I don't get the hate. I don't understand why anyone would hate on anyone else for, for any kind of racial reason. Um, but yeah, this is very, this is very sad news. This is very unfortunate news. Um, I mean, I, uh, I don't, I don't know what this means for Kelly Marie Tran as someone that is working on Star Wars. I mean, the fact that she deleted her Instagram is not a good. Well, it's not a good look because you're kind of submitting in a way, and and, and and it also shows that this is like, you know, affecting you to a point where you don't even want to be out there anymore, you know. I mean, you never want to admit defeat. You yeah, know, that's kind of it. Feels like you, you they won. Yeah. By letting her do this, but it's not my life. You know what I mean? Yeah. If she couldn't deal with it. She couldn't deal with it. I mean, I mean, I'm hoping this has nothing to do with like you know just the spotlight in general. Just 
you know, her just being like, I don't want to deal with this anymore. I, I you know, I hope it's, it doesn't affect her acting career right, right, right. in that way where she's yeah, just like, I don't want anything to do with this. Know, yeah. You know, I mean, you never know, you know. Um, but yeah, either way, we wish we hope wish her the best and hope that uh, these trolls don't really get under her skin. Um, because, I mean, apparently nowadays that's just what it's like being famous is that you get a lot of trolls and people that are going to write hateful things and say hateful things um online but there's nothing you can do about it and you know it just is what it is at this point yeah yeah i mean it's 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 messed up um there's not much you know that could be done you know maybe this is the way that the you know that same group that was trying to damage Last Jedi and damaged Star Wars. Um, maybe this is part of their plot. Maybe like, let's pick on the the Asian character. I, yeah, I, that's exactly. very possible. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's totally possible. Um, and I, it, it's very, very, very it's beyond unfortunate. It's like it, it's grotesque, you yeah. know, that somebody would do something like that. Yeah. And actually, just a correction: she didn't delete her Instagram. She deleted all the posts on her Instagram. Which, uh, isn't, which isn't any better, really. Yeah, but, it's arguably the same thing. Yeah, but... Um, what I don't get is why she wouldn't just... I don't know. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I feel like yeah. maybe you do have to do that. I mean... I'm thinking maybe there's a way you could, like... Like, delete comments or something like that. I mean, I'm not... I don't claim yeah. to be an expert. Yeah. But, <laughs> you know, like... I would think, like, you'd be able to, like, disable that some way. If that were the case. If it's not the case, then Instagram should probably add that. But if it is the case, then I don't see why she wouldn't just do something like that. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't really, uh... Yeah, I mean, that's why I say it, it seems like it's significantly affecting her. Some, uh, like, on a, on a, like, on some kind of significant level to the point where you're just like, I want nothing to do with this anymore. Yeah, yeah. um... Um, oh, also, Ryan Johnson uh, came out in defense of her, calling the people, those people, man babies that can't handle minorities being in Star Wars. Um, which uh, he's right about that, you know. Which it's like, come on, this is like, you know, that kind of hate is just, it doesn't make any sense. Um, and getting upset like that just because Star Wars is an all white, all white man. That doesn't make any sense. This is ridiculous. So, so yeah. I mean, he's right about that. Mark Hamill came out in defense of, of her as well, agreeing with Ryan Johnson. So, I mean, I'm glad, you know, people are coming out and helping her out with that. Um, and, of course, we wish her the best going forward. She was good in The Last Jedi, and I hope to see her mo- more of her as uh, the Star Wars continues. Um, but moving on to some more positive news, uh, we had the, uh, Han Solo Battlefront 2, uh, uh, the Han Solo season trailer. Um, so basically what was revealed in this trailer for Star Wars Battlefront 2 is, uh, that the, um, the next DLC for the game is going to be the, uh, it's basically, it basically is going to feature... The um, Alden Ehrenreich Han Solo skin and the Donald Glover Lando Calrissian skin, along with a, f- a couple of different uh, costumes for them. And 
uh, you're going to get some new game modes and Lando's Millennium Falcon. Now this is um, the greatest thing that's ever been on Battlefront. <laughs> <laughs> Save the game, no. But uh, this is good. It looks good. It looks like it's gonna be fun. All Aaron Wright looks good. Um, Donald Glover looks good. I mean, they look good. You know. I mean, it's. I, I kind of expected this. Um, I was hoping they would. I was. I was also hoping, honestly, that they would add like Kira, and maybe Tobias Beckett. I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> I, it, I was like very much like, just give me all the Iron Reich and what should call it and Donald Glover. At first, they weren't showing them when they were first teasing it. They just showed uh, Harrison Ford and Billy D. Williams. I'm like, this is about to be the biggest flop <laughs> DLC that I've ever seen. How do you not do those two characters? But they did. I'm satisfied with that. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean now, I'm mean, i satisfied too. I mean, they look good. Now, to be fair, I don't play the game as much as you. Maybe you're saying to yourself, I want new characters. I don't care about a skin. I mean, it is a skin. They have the same, the exact same abilities. Exactly. You're like, I don't care about just a, a, new, a new skin. And maybe that's the case. I, but just from I mean, somebody they, that... They, they do sound different, though, which is nice. They also have new voices, too. Yeah, because they showed him talking, and Han Solo talked to sound a little more like Alden Aaron, right? Uh, so that's pretty cool. So they have the, uh, you know, Han Solo, Boy Wonder, superhero, <laughs> Han Solo, uh, and robot-loving Lando. Apparently. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, yeah, the, the game the game looks good, though. The game definitely looks good. Um... Uh, Are we gonna get battle, people, any Battlefront Three stuff at uh, E3? Uh, I don't know. That's a good question. I haven't heard anything on that, so it doesn't look like it. That's a shame. Yeah, that is a shame. But hey, hopefully, probably hopefully next, next year. year. Yeah, probably next year. Because I mean, they said the game is they're already making it. So, <laughs> or even if not Battlefront Three, what about the other Star Wars games that they're making? They're supposed to be making. Yeah, that's true. That is a good point. I would say that's probably more possible. They're still clearly focused on Battlefront 2. Yeah. But... Yeah, that's true. These other games, uh, still probably, I would say, you probably have to wait till next year. But, uh, I, I, I very much want to see those games as well. Yes, definitely. People are still asking for Clone Wars era DLC. <laughs> still haven't gotten any of that. And all the comments for these, for the Han Solo, they're all like, where's the Clone Wars DLC? Yeah. Clone Wars Season 3, whatever DLC. People are asking for Clone Wars characters. And I agree, honestly. Give me an Anakin, an Obi-Wan, a Grievous, a Dooku. Yeah. I mean, why not? Yeah. I don't I don't think it's... It's, 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 it's the prequel-itis, man. It's prequel-itis, and they don't, they don't know. Like, they don't get it. Yeah. And it's like, all right, some people don't like the movies, but the the stories and the characters people do like, <laughs> like, right. like I don't know, I don't know. I think I think they they're very just Lucasfilm right now is in a very weird place where they're kind of just submitting to fan hate, and I don't think that's good for them. I think they should build new things, uh, and and try to build off of all eras. Because all eras have good base, good stories. All eras have good stories in them. So I don't yeah. know. I don't think that's wise. But I'm not really Lucasfilm. <laughs> um, but all right. So uh, so the next topic we have for you guys is uh, basically. So I finished the last Jedi novel, 
And it was... I enjoyed it, of course, because I enjoyed The Last Jedi. <laughs> right. So it was a good story. Um, it did not deviate. I, I would say it did not deviate from uh, the movie as much as I expected it to. Because people were hyping up the novel so much and saying that it was so different and and that it was added so much. And I, I don't know. I feel like that might have just been stuff just to hype up the book. Because most of it was the same. But there were some good, some things that they added that I think were very valuable. Um, and one of those things, be, well, there's a, quite, there's a few things. So there's a lot more detail with uh, Rose and her sister, which is important. We could have used that in the movie. So that, so that detail would have been more, the, that would have been more impactful, the whole beginning scene. Um, there's more detail in the first battle of the movie, which I really actually enjoyed that first battle a lot. Um, but it all just went by so fast (laughs) that it it was like hard to, uh, it was hard to really enjoy. So, um, oh, uh, so Poe's, uh, uh, X-Wing has a personality apparently (laughs) and was like talking to BB-8. They were like communicating and stuff. So that's an interesting little tidbit. Uh, Snoke has spies everywhere in the First Order. So he's another thing linking him to the Emperor, because the Emperor was the exact same way. Uh, Snoke, um, uh, Snoke actually used Force Lightning on Kylo Ren during their first meeting in The Last Jedi. Did he, I don't think he did that in the movie. I thought he did. Did he? I don't remember. I think maybe that's maybe that's the thing. I don't remember Snoke using Force Lightning. On I, Kylo I thought Ren. he used it. He used Kylo it Ren. on Kylo Ren. Oh, okay, maybe he, he used it against somebody, right? I he I used it against somebody. I don't remember. <laughs> um. So yeah, maybe he did. Um. Let's see. Okay. All right. So another detail that was kind of missing from the movie that um that I think should have at least been mentioned. But I think the reason they didn't mention it is because these characters weren't emphasized in Force Awakens. But Snap Wexley, uh, Jess Pava, and the other uh, the other members of Black Squadron besides Poe, they were sent to find, by Leia to find the New Republic survivors that were not um, killed at Hosnian Prime. Right. So that's a very important detail that... Okay, hold on. Uh, Kendall's showing me right now that yeah, yeah, no, okay. Yeah. Oh, he was hit by a force well, like, lightning. I, I, cor- I, I, I stand lightning. corrected. <laughs> they, they killed him off. I like didn't care anymore. But for a while, else that felt crazy. Yeah, yeah, but I don't even. I don't remember that scene, man. I don't know. This is a long movie. <laughs> it was. Yeah. But, Most um, of it was Kylo Ren, you know, force skyping uh, Ray. Word. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like um, so yeah so. The other pilots were sent to find the other people in the New Republic. But, you know, that wasn't emphasized at all. That wasn't even mentioned in the movie. Because I was kind of wondering, like, where are they? You know, like, it, when they had the uh, TIE Fighters, when they had the TIE Fighters and the and the X-Wings, I was like, where's, uh, you know, um, Greg, uh, Greg, what's his name? The, oh, uh, Snap Wesley? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, where's Snap? I'm like, oh, where's from Heroes. Yeah, I got from Heroes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. where's Snap Wesley? <laughs> 
You know, where's uh, the the Jess Pavel? Where's the uh, where's the other uh, members of uh, uh, Post Squadron? But yeah. you know, they were off. They're off looking for the other. Uh, rep- I'm guessing the other senators and other people that were with the New Republic that were not killed in the Force Awakens. Um, which I mean, those are details that I wish were just more emphasized. They don't take any time. So to Greg em- Grunberg. Yeah, go. Greg Grunberg. But they don't take any time to emphasize these, like, in details about what is going on in the galaxy. No. Like, they just, they're just like, no, just Ray and stuff, which is important. But I also want to know, like, hey, so, like, who, so who's running the galaxy and what's going on with these? Yeah, exactly. The New Republic. Like, I was so confused. I said, okay, so how many senators were killed in The, in the Force Awakens? So is the New Republic even still a thing? Is it not a thing anymore? It's just not clear, and they don't want to take any time to explain it, and it's very, very frustrating. Um, okay, so, so Luke, you know, when he was training Ray, he talked about how uh, emo- he disagreed with the Jedi on on emotional attachments, and so he disagreed with them in that on that front. He embraced emotions. Um, so he thinks that that is a flaw in the Jedi in the Jedi way. Uh, now you know you could. This kind of goes into a thing of did that ha- did this have anything to do with Kylo Ren and maybe did this lead to him being as emotional as he is? You know because he wasn't teaching him right. Maybe he wasn't teaching him to let go of his emotions. You know I don't know. You know but that's that's an interesting thing though that he didn't believe in that. So when he was teaching his students, he was teaching them to embrace their emotions. Now there's good emotions and there's bad emotions. So, <laughs> you know, who knows what he was teaching them. So I think that's very interesting. Um, okay, so Kylo Ren's past is kind of given a little bit more context and detail by Leia uh, and Luke, I believe, as well. So he felt a lot of anger and resentment as a teen. Which, I mean, I mean, just look at him, he's still kind of a teen in how he feels anger and resentment. Yeah. And, you know, he felt abandoned by his parents when they sent him to be with Luke. So when they when Leia and Han sent him to be with Luke, he felt abandoned by that. So that's yeah, it's not clear in the movie. Though. Yeah, it's not clear. He's just angry. He's like, I hate you, Dad. Blah, blah, blah. It's just like, why? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, but, yeah, that's, no, that's not clear in the movie. Uh, and he felt abandoned by Luke. Um, when of course he sees Luke in the tent with him with the lightsaber ignited and stuff, yeah. so then he goes all crazy and stuff. So I that, it. that makes me wonder if we are going to get some sort of story centered around that Jedi Academy at some point. Uh, hopefully, because they're leaving some of this stuff out. Maybe they just feel out oh, we don't need it. Yeah. But then part of it feels like maybe we're saving. I mean, they're putting it in the novel. So it's not like it's completely open for interpretation, but still. Um, I feel like they're leaving some of the stuff out of the movie because they feel like they, they might want to save it for a TV series, a comic, a novel, another movie. I just feel like there's another story they want to tell there. Yeah, that's that's very very possible. Um, so when they sent the torpedo that hit Leia and on the bridge of her ship, uh, Kylo Ren says he could have stopped the torpedo with the Force, but he didn't. Which that would have been extremely impressive. If <laughs> he could have done that, that's that's crazy. Um, so that whole Leia Poppins scene, uh, it was more, it was more, it was described in a more interesting way 
it didn't seem as like Leia Poppins. <laughs> you know, um, so I thought that was good. Um, let's see, Kylo Ren. Um, so Kylo Ren couldn't see Luke uh, there when they had their uh, when um, when he saw Ray in his visions. He couldn't see Luke in the background. Um, okay, yes, this was one that was extremely important. That which I think may have been I don't know if it was a retcon or what. Mary Jane. Uh, <laughs> no, nothing with Mary Jane. But so when Kylo Ren and Rey's minds were linked in the Force Awakens, uh, don't don't laugh. But they're like, apparently it's as if. Their, Kylo's training became Rey's training as well. So it, it, it explains why she was able to do the Jedi mind trick and all that other stuff. Because when they linked minds, it was as if Kylo Ren's training was transferred into Rey when they linked minds. In The Force Awakens. In The Force Awakens, yes. So, of course, none of this was explained at all in the movie. So it remains a plot hole if you just watch the movies. But this why is what would, they're saying in the last Jedi. Why novel. would you even say that? I don't know. It's weird. I don't, I don't buy this as as like a good explanation at I, all. I almost argue. I almost, I would almost argue they're gonna retcon that. Oh no, she did have training. She's special. Because <laughs> that. I mean, look. If that's gonna be the the explanation, then make that the explanation in the movie. But don't tell me that in a novel that. Fifteen percent of the people that saw the movie are gonna read. That that I don't, I don't mean that's that's lazy. That's 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 just for the purpose of the story group being able to sleep at night. Basically, being able stop to keep, getting being tweets. able to keep their jobs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. stop getting <laughs> tweets. Paulo Dalo dunking those tweets. I was already doing this. How'd you know the Jedi mind trick? Like, I'm done with this stuff. I'm gonna throw it in this. They're gonna know. Or they'll read a bit. They read about it on Wikipedia. Their minds are linked. Yeah. Like, right, yeah, and that'll be the confirmation. Does it? Does it? They're just gonna create more change.org petitions. Yeah, yeah requesting exactly. people to set. That. I feel like though at some point they will then retcon that and say, "Oh, it was just in the novel." You know, we didn't mean that absolute. Oh yeah, they were. She didn't get some of the training, but doesn't mean she didn't know already. They'll they'll find a way to retcon that. I think. Yeah. So. uh all right, so there's much more dialogue and bonding between Finn and Rose, so their relationship doesn't seem as like random. Right. <laughs> well, that's a, that was another complaint a lot of people a lot of people had with the Last Jedi. Um, when Emmeline Holdo was introduced, and you know, when she met up with Leia and stuff, there was a lot of callbacks to her in the Leia novel, which is good. Um, uh, Hux plans on to turn on Kylo Ren at some point. Uh, he says this, uh, well, you know, of course, in the, in the, in his you know thoughts or whatever in the book, he plans on turning on Kylo Ren. So that's a thing that he plans on doing. So I anticipate and that's not clear in the in the movies. I mean, you could maybe guess. You could maybe guess, but, surmise, but yeah, you could guess, but it's not. It's really not clear. But you can tell it's he very doesn't clear. In the yeah, book. you can tell he doesn't like Kylo Ren being in power but you can't tell that he's just he's literally he's like i'm going to turn on him at some point like they're foreshadowing yeah um so the million falcon has three brains and one of them 
is uh, L3 from the Han Solo movie. And that was in the novel? Yeah. They don't say explicitly say that, but they say, like, oh, one of the brains of the Falcon, you know, is a romantic and, like, sarcastic, is, like, very sarcastic and stuff. And I'm like, oh, that's L3. And you probably would have got that had you read Han Solo, or had you read this book before Han Solo came out. I mean, you may have saw it in the movie, but right. then would you have even caught that in the movie? All right. Maybe, possibly not. Maybe it would have went over your head, but after just seeing Han Solo and then reading that, it's like very obvious. So. Very obvious, yep. You, the, 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 we, we don't give the, the, the story group, you know, Hidalgo, um, and the rest of the story group enough credit. Leland G and those guys, they, and girls. You know, then they wreck on and stuff by saying Kylo Ren and Ray's mind were linked and <laughs> yeah, stuff. Yeah, exactly. I mean, so it was weird. Um, so when when Luke disappears at the end, uh, he hears Obi Wan saying "Let let go," telling Luke to let go before he vanishes. Obi Wan. Yeah, it's definitely Obi Wan's voice, and I know it was Obi Wan because it was Mark Thompson doing the voice. That's that's the advantage of <laughs> having listened to the audiobook. Yeah, exactly. Is that I get to hear the voice that he did. It was definitely Obi Wan's voice. Um. Uh, let's see. That's really it. Uh, everything else was basically the same. The exact same thing. There was really nothing else different. Um. I mean, there were some extra scenes, but it was all all the extra scenes were in the deleted scenes. In the uh, in the movie, and we went over those, yeah. so there's no reason to go over those. But the novelization was very good, as I you know I just I explained to you guys. There's a lot of extra detail, extra details, little extra little tidbit extra details in there that don't make it like super crazy better, but it's a little extra stuff for like the hardcore fans, the hardcore sweaties, um, to kind of dig into. So I definitely um, would recommend the novel. For, especially for anyone that liked the movie. Uh, but if you thought the movie was okay, I also think the novel might add a little bit more substance to it. Um, and it may be... Um, uh, I don't know. You may get gain a better appreciation for the novel as well. Yeah. Um, and I guess just really, really quickly, I'll just comment on the Lando comic. Are we talking the Lando comic line, or are we talking the Lando spinoff comic from Solo? We're talking the Lando spinoff comic from Solo. Is the other is the line still going on? No, it's not. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah I finished that. <laughs> that. That was decent too. <laughs> but um, so this is Donald Glover himself. Yeah, this is Donald Glover himself in the flesh. In the, the art, flesh. <laughs> in the flesh. In he the wrote it. <laughs> uh, the art is fantastic. I wish this guy would write Mace Windu because Mace Windu art is horrific. Right. right. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, the art is really good. The story is decent. The guy knows how to, the, the writer knows how to write Lando very well. This is definitely Lando. Um, I mean, the story's kind of, the story is decent, but it's very, very generic. This is Lando, he has to smuggle something for some people that need help. Because some people are enslaved, and Lando has to, and they know, oh, I know a guy, and Lando's the guy. Yeah. So, and Lando's like, oh, he asked for some ridiculous price. <laughs> you know, and they're like, "Oh, but won't you help us to be a good guy?" And he's like, "No," because he's Lando. <laughs> so now he's got to help them. 
and you know L three is there, so that's pretty cool. L three is in the comic, and of course it's a prequel to everything. Yeah, it must be a prequel. So there's a prequel to even the Han Solo movie. So you know L three is there. The Falcon looks very different, of course, because it's all clean, all new, and stuff. So, um, so yeah, he's just about to go help them smuggle. I mean, that's really all that happened in (laughs) in the first issue. I mean, but it it's it's written. The dialogue is for Orlando is written very well, and um, Donald Glover did a good job, good enough job portraying Lando that there's nothing weird in my mind about which Lando is it. Yeah, you know, they can kind of blend together. To, into one Lando <laughs> in my head, kind of similar to I think you and McGregor and Al Guinness. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they kind of blend together into one Obi Wan. Yeah. So they, they did. Good, Glover did a good job. So even though it looks a little bit more like Glover than Billy D, they still blend together to a point where it's, I can still see them as being one continuous character, not like Alden Ehrenreich. And yeah. I'm just like, okay, so this is the Alden Ehrenreich Han Solo. This is the good Han Solo. You know, it's like, come on. This is the good guy Han Solo, not the bad guy Han Solo. <laughs> so it's just weird. But, but yeah, like this Lando, this is very well written. So I'm looking forward to reading more issues of that. Um, but all right, I think, I think that's it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah we, we've covered everything that we wanted to on this show. Um, slightly longer than our usual shows. Uh, is there anything else? You got anything else for us, Kendall? I mean, what? I'm not sure what's going to happen next week. I can't see into the future, but I'm sure there will be something because it's Star Wars. Yes, yeah, there will definitely be something. <laughs> I mean, there we didn't know Kathleen Kennedy was on the out this week. Um, we didn't know there were going to be a Boba Fett movie. Like, stuff happens every week in Star Wars, so... Uh, check back in next week to find out what's going on. Yeah, check back in next week. Also, next week we'll have a re- we'll have a review of the season one of the Clone Wars. Yeah, as well because yeah. we finished watching we're Good rewatching point. the Clone Wars and you, we're going to be reviewing that for you guys. Yeah, we'll have season two probably soon as well. Yeah, season two will definitely have soon as well. So keep be on the lookout for that as well. Um, but that'll do it for this episode, guys. Uh, so yeah, tune in next week. We'll have more news for you guys. More uh, more recaps for you guys. I'll probably read some more comics as well so we can talk about that uh but that'll do it so i'm shamari and for kendall we'll see you guys next time peace